0: Welcome to Pallin' Around, the official Uppercut podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact through the internet. I'm your host, Jessica Howard, and what do you know? It's our end of the month episode. (laughs) i say, yeah, this is like where if this was uh, some good show's podcast, it would be all air horns and, you know, Mm. fanfare.
1: All their podcasts are just all air horns. (laughs) That's true.
0: Um it it's should like be some the, good air horns. It's
1: like the thing where like if you if you put a thousand monkeys in, in, with a bunch of typewriters, they'll eventually write Shakespeare. Uh some good shows <laughs> is just is just air horns <laughs> making words. That's poetry.
0: Yeah. Uh so as as you can hear, we have the one and only Andrew Cogswell with us. Hello. Hi Andrew, how are you?
1: I'm great. Yeah? Yeah. I just had some ice cream.
0: <laughs> you sound very giddy about it.
1: It was good.
0: I'm good.
2: Uh, which is all hyped up on sugar.
1: <laughs> like a fucking infant. Uh, uh, some vanilla bean. Ooh, yeah. vanilla bean. Yeah, that's the last of it from your wisdom teeth surgery. Uh,
0: and speaking of of little beans, we got Ty here, too. Hello.
1: <laughs> Our littlest bean.
0: Our littlest bean. <laughs> little beanie boy. Uh, how are you tonight, Ty? I'm
2: good. Speaking of being a small uh i found out today that Fred of the show bonnie q is like five nine and that's horrifying to me (laughs) um shout out
0: to bonnie love them but what the fuck that's incredible we love a a five nine fire emblem (laughs) stan i was shocked i was like
2: shaken to my core (laughs) i thought i don't know why in my mind i was like bonnie and i are probably the same size
0: yeah. It's not true. I feel like, yeah, because Bonnie has like a, a powerful aura about them, and so also knowing that they're tall is just like, oh, that's is that too much power? I think it's <laughs> too much. But Bonnie is very good. Uh,
2: deeply upsetting that they're also a giant. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that 9 nine isn't that tall. Kayla's to Well, Kayla's the same height as me, so I guess I can't say that, but
0: it is to me. Yeah. It's, it was so funny, though, being... Okay, so prior to seeing... Hi, Kayla. How are you, Kayla, hi. first of all? Not tall. <laughs> Shorty squad. No, prior, not with
1: that attitude, you're not...
0: Prior to seeing Kayla and Ty over summer, obviously we've been, you know, in quarantine, so we haven't been around a ton of people, Um as a collective right um but i had been around monty and andrew <laughs> basically this year and monty's the same height as me monty's five seven and andrew's taller andrew's like five ten ish five eleven yeah um so like we're all decently tall um and then i, out Kayla and Ty, and I just felt like like <laughs> you know when you go back to like a middle school and you're like oh man these hallways are so little that's what it felt like i was like oh
2: look at these little babies i love them the funniest thing right was like jess and i were taking turns driving and so like i would have to adjust the mirror for me and so that every time jess got into the seat she would forget that i had done that so that she'd be like why the fuck is the mirror like this and i was like because i'm little
0: why is it looking in my lap (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, it's, the, the, Kayla and Ty are both very cute. Short queen and short king. Yeah, Not yeah, even yeah. really short, like, I mean, like, 5'4", right? I I'm 5'2 and a
2: half.
3: My, oh my god, are
0: you really?
2: Uh, excuse me?
0: My mom just <laughs> measured
2: me because she didn't believe me when I said I was 5'4", and it turns out that I'm 5'5", five, five, so.
0: Mm. Okay. So I'm the smallest baby. Yeah, Kayla, you are pretty small. Kayla
1: is the small bean.
0: The, the small bean. Kayla's our small vanilla bean. The queen bean. But this is not a show about uh, Cam and Nate we or Bonnie. we got to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, we, do. we really
3: do. New transition. I'm cutting that. New transition.
0: <laughs> okay, you can cut that, Kayla. We'll we'll change it.
1: She's not going to cut it.
0: No? no I might. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see and how anyway, she's feeling. Anyway. <laughs> That is pre-show banter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the segue. <laughs> um, this is pound around where we talk about video games and culture. I know I don't know why I'm introducing. You probably know what this is, but in theory, if I don't you know. Don't, I'm
1: sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> if you do, and I'm just explaining it again, but that's fine. But this is our end of the month episode where we talk about news and we talk about the games that we've been playing this month. So let's kick and ice it cream. and ice cream, of course. <laughs> Um, let's kick it off with some news, though. I'm actually going to toss it to Andrew to read our first news article. This one comes from Ash Parrish over at The Verge, uh, and it is Twitch sues hate raiders. Take it away, Andrew.
1: Hello. Uh, Quote, after months of combating a tidal wave of harassment campaigns targeting marginalized streamers, Twitch has filed a suit against two alleged also unquote hate raiders, end quote. First reported by Wired, the suit filed yesterday in U.S. federal court names two defendants, Cruise Cruise Control and Creatine Overdose, and alleges the two were responsible in part for the rash of hate raids that plagued Twitch since the beginning of August. In the lawsuit, Twitch said that, well, Cruise Control is responsible for nearly 3,000 bot accounts associated with hate raids. Bots developed and deployed by Cruise Control have been linked to various hate raid events, including those targeting black and LGBTQIA streamers with racist, homophobic, sexist, and other harassing content. Cruise Control has admitted to using bots to flood Twitch channels with harassing content. They have also demonstrated how the bots work so others can use similar methods to accomplish hate raids. Twitch has also linked Creatine Overdose directly to hate raids. For example, on August 15th, 2021, defendant Creatine Overdose used their bot software to, to demonstrate how it could be used to spam Twitch channels with racial slurs, graphic depictions of violence against minorities, and claims that the hate raiders are the KKK. Creatine Overdose was one of the first accounts identified by streamers as being responsible for the hate raids, and there was at least one incident in, in which Creatine Overdose admitted to being a perpetrator in a streamer's chat
3: good F-
1: fuck them yeah, fu- fuck, yeah em. fuck these two yeah fuck and fuck like us
3: too honestly it's annoying that like the cruise control or whatever like went forward and like showed other people how to do it but like whatever they're just gonna keep fucking showing their asses and getting banned and getting sued and like fuck them like keep showing your asses like um well
0: you know, I guess, like, if you want to have a weird silver lining to that, too, I mean, if Twitch ever actually fucking does something, um, seeing how these are made could also lead to figuring out how to implement ways for them to not be made. Yeah. Um, So in theory, them showing their ass and being like, and this is how you can do it um, could lead to it being faster to kind of shut things down if twitch gets off their asses with the right, whole thing yeah. like well, I, know, that's if. why that's why twitch has been saying that they're not publicly saying why
2: what they're doing right because they've been like if we you know lay out mm-hmm. our plan then they're going to you know know how to circumvent it so hopefully then they could you know do the opposite with this and be like okay we know how they're doing these bots we can now implement something to like stop that mhm I mean, I'm not a computer doctor, so I don't know, but... (laughs) Not a Thai (laughs) PCMD? No. I
3: hate
1: that. (laughs) I also hate that.
3: But that's uh, that's good news, because it feels like for a while, Twitch has been too quiet, and it felt... It felt real bad, you know? Just, like, watching everything unfold and, like, knowing that, like, nothing was happening from it. So it's good to know that, like... In, in the background that there is
0: stuff happening, so. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely reassuring. Um, it's also nice to see that people are taking hate raids seriously and there's legal action actually being taken. It's not just like, we're going to ban you from our site for three yeah. months. Like, it, this is a hate crime <laughs> just because it's happening on an online space. Doesn't make it less of a hate crime. So the fact that it's actually being tried and people are being prosecuted, I'm just, I'm really pleased about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been getting in the way of people's livelihoods. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, on top of just being, like, emotionally distressing, right? Like, it, it, there's literally a financial loss because people are too afraid to do something that has been providing for them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it's fucking
2: up their numbers for, like,
0: sponsored streams and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, good, good to see that some things are kind of happening. I feel like a lot of times whenever we read these articles or there's news. Um, So much of this is like, and these bad things are happening. And then there's like not a whole lot of what's actually being done behind the scenes to prevent it. So it's nice to read this and to hear that there is perhaps a little bit of justice in the works. Um, And speaking, I guess of justice, because this is our next news article and it's part of an ongoing saga um, that y'all are, I'm sure familiar with. We have another article from Eurogamer by Tom Phillips, and it is the SEC investigates Activision and subpoenas Bobby Kotick. 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 I was gonna say. I've always I always say Kotick. It it looks like it's one of those last names that like oh, always throws me. Kind of like uh Corey Barlog. I always want to say Balrock, and I'm like, it's not Balrock. It is uh not the creature from Lord of the Rings. Nope. I was gonna say, is it Balrog like a Lord of the Ringsman?
1: It's the big fire guy. Yeah, that kills Gandalf. Spoilers for a forty-year-old book.
0: Is it only forty? I don't know. I think it's
1: older than that. Sure.
0: Dude, especially forty was only in the eighties. Andrew, shut up. That's fucked up. Anyway, so yes, definitely older than the forties. Uh, or for <laughs> Anyway, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> My brain is fried. Uh, I'm gonna toss it to Kayla to read this article. Take it away, Kayla
3: okay, um and it was updated as well. Um It says Activision has issued a new statement saying it is cooperating with the agencies listed below and complying with the SEC subpoena. Um, quote, the company is actively engaged in continued discussions with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC, and has cooperated with the EEOC's investigation concerning certain employ- employment practices, end quote, Activision wrote in a press release. It also confirmed that it is complying with a recent U.S. Securities Exchange Commission, the SEC, uh, subpoena, subpoenaed. whoa, nope, we're gonna, mm. mm, mm subpoena issued to the company and several current and former employees and executives regarding disclosures on employment matters and related issues the company is confident in its prior disclosures and is cooperating with the sec's investigation um quote we are deeply committed to making activision blizzard one of the best most inclusive places to work anywhere and quote company boss bobby it's kodak <laughs> did we did we decide kodak I guess. Okay. Yeah, it is Bobby Kotick. Okay. Company boss Bobby Kotick added, quote, there is absolutely no place anywhere in our company for discrimination, harassment, or unequal treatment of any kind. While we continue to work in good faith with regulators to address and resolve past workplace issues, we also continue to move ahead with our own initiatives to ensure that we are the very best place to work. We remain committed to addressing all workplace issues in a forthright and prompt manner. End quote. End quote.
1: How many lawsuits do you think they stack up by the end of the year? I don't know. Because this has been only been like a month I think, and a half.
2: I think the real question is how many government agencies are now, are like going right. to be yeah. investigating or suing them by the end of the year? Because this is now the state of California and the SEC or whatever the regulation and the, is.
1: Yeah, and the EEOC.
2: Yeah,
0: so like, who else is going to get them? fbi yeah Fucking... honestly that probably would be the next thing is it yeah. would you know um
1: Kodak was in uh um epstein's little black book so,
3: i thought yeah. that he wasn't even there anymore didn't he leave nah,
1: he's still there making like 15 million dollars in bonus so in a he year just while stepped
3: he... down
2: from overwatch
1: no that... that was that was jeff kaplan Oh, so Jeff, Jeff,
2: I'm Jeff getting, Kaplan yep, I'm left. getting them all confused. Jeff Kaplan yeah. left yeah. a while ago, and then yeah. the creative director mm-hmm. for Overwatch also, or the she like head of down. development or whatever, also yeah. just yeah. left. Um, yeah. a ton of people have been leaving in lieu of all of this shit. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. yeah Kyle but, is the CEO of all of Activision, Blizzard.
3: right? I don't know why I was getting. It's been it's
0: been a very long well, month. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of names, and it's a lot of like everything that comes out of Activision Blizzard is just a lot of talk. You know what I That's mean? That's what it's, I was about to say. This yeah. whole statement
3: is really just like,
0: okay, and, you know? Yeah, it, like, it doesn't say anything.
1: It's PR speak. You know? Yeah.
0: It is. It is. Um, like, I mean, I, even just reading, like, the first line of, like, that quote, right, from Bobby saying, like, we are deeply committed to make Activision Blizzard one of the best and most inclusive places to work anywhere. It's like... What the fuck does that actually mean? Everyone will say that. Yeah, every like that it that's those are just empty words. It's yeah. everything well, that comes because
2: they've been telling all of their employees like this needs to be handled internally. Talk to your managers. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, they um focus on doing everything behind closed doors and the more closed doors the company has, uh the less inclusive and the more fucked up, you can just kind of assume uh-huh. they are. Uh, when there's, when there's like a lack of transparency with like with, with anything, right? Like with a company, with a person, <laughs> if there's a lack of transparency. You can generally assume uh, there is reason for concern about the activities that are going on. Um, But yeah, I don't know. This is, it's hard because like, you know, I listen to Kayla read this and it's like, it's truly, it's just all talk, you know? hmm so uh is what it is i guess and we'll see how many <laughs> more investigations are underway in a few months it is very wild though i feel like there's so many really big companies right now that are engaged in some pretty big lawsuits yeah. mm-hmm. like obviously there's the whole epic Or epic, Uh, epic, and Apple stuff that's like Mm. kind of, sort of going on, kind of been resolved. Yeah, I was gonna say it's technically finished. Yeah,
2: technically finished.
0: finished.
2: Even though Epic
0: or no Apple is appealing it. Mm Hmm. Yeah, Apple's appealing it, and like there's still like ongoing actions. The two are in like shots being taken, so it's like technically resolved. We'll see. Um and even like I know Marvel is now like tied up in a bunch of lawsuits because they're suing uh all of the <laughs> family members of their writers who created these characters because they want them to no longer be Marvel properties because it's, it's been
1: specifically Dick Co's,
0: Well no it's a lot.
1: Oh really? There's several
0: families, yeah.
1: Uh, I thought, I only heard about Dick, Co- no, Dick Co's. no no no
0: no. It's it's Dick Co's estate um ordered like a I don't remember the technical term, but it's like because of uh copyright law mm-hmm. after like 50 years of the establishment, um it goes to the public domain. The public domain mm-hmm. And it's it's turning into a whole thing, but there's like several characters are popping up and mm-hmm. they're having to argue to retain the rights. It's like Doctor Strange is one, uh Iron Man. So basically like Marvel could lose rights to the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. They,
1: um, won't. The mouse they is, won't. The Mouse is really good at copyrights.
0: Well, especially because I and not to get too in the weeds with all this, but, like, I guess the person who uh, represented – who who are the two people who did Superman? Like, Shu – I, I can't remember their last names. Um, but the two people who, who made Superman got this lawyer to represent them against DC um, mm-hmm. trying to get the rights to Superman, and he ultimately lost to the lawyer that DC hired – that same lawyer is the person who is now defending all of these new families. And the same lawyer who defended DC is now defending Disney slash Marvel. Incredible. Yeah. So I I don't know. Seems likely history will repeat itself at this point, but kind of just interesting. There's a lot of companies that are having some pretty public and pretty big lawsuits happening right now. Um, I don't know. I guess that's just the way of the world. Uh, and now to Ty for the sports. Ty, why don't you tell us what's going on in the in the world of esports? Alrighty. So for for you for you league heads out
2: there. I don't know what you call yourself. You're, you, league- you leaguers. You leaggy league- league- <laughs> um, God,
1: that was gross. Did you just
2: say leaguey weigies? Yes. <laughs> it's a Futurama joke. <laughs> Fuck off. Um <laughs> uncultured anyway um worlds is coming i think it actually is like sorry i don't like watch the league of legends so i only have a passing understanding of it for my job but worlds is i think either about to start or is like, cur- it should be currently happening this week. I
0: feel like right now you're like a fortune teller who's like, you either had something bad or good happen 10 years <laughs> yeah, I'm truly doing the, there's a 30% chance it's already raining. Um, but I'm pretty, no, I was
2: trying to think, because we just did a big like series of things about Worlds and I was like, was that mm-hmm. preview coverage? And it was. So I'm pretty sure World starts this week for League of Legends um so yeah that's like the big the biggest competition for league and mm. uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see that and who wins there's who been a lot of shakeups. oh i'm not i don't give a shit but cool. um <laughs> there's a pair there's been a lot of shakeups of who qualified and shit so um moving on to things i care about a little bit more uh v- valorant masters berlin happened gambit esports won uh, it was a lot of teams that people thought were going to do well did not. Uh, Sentinels played pretty uh, shaky, and they got knocked. Um, mm. And yeah, so next up is last chance qualifiers, and then champs, and then Valorant is over for the year. Um, champs,
1: champs, champs, champs.
2: Yes. It's <laughs> going to be fucking good. Um. Anyway, also... Uh Apex Legends Pro League is starting in October. Uh and it's only like the second year that they've been doing it. Also Apex is wild because their esports tournaments they do with both PC and console players like all together. Oh. Um that's yeah. rough. So bananas. Um So yeah, uh that's going to that's going to start kicking off. I don't know very much about pro Apex yet, but I'm going to so, stay tuned for that, I guess. Also, uh Pokémon Unite got a new update that like Woo! changed the way that um the item enhancers work. Um and it also God. did a new season of the Battle Pass that's like space themed. So there's like a space outfit for I think it's Garchomp. Oh no, it's for Lucario and for Gengar and then you can also like for your trainer get like a space suit
0: um so yeah nice that's cool i feel like so as of this weekend everyone at uppercut enjoys uh pokemon unite because monty got into it this past weekend yes and the the circle is complete now
1: we be gaming
0: (laughs) game of the year And speaking of Weeby Gaming, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to read a message from our sponsors. And then we'll be right back to talk about the games that we've played in September, which is surreal. I almost said August, and then right before I did, I was like, oh, fuck, it's (laughs) September. Um, Yeah, it's September. It's almost October. So messed up. We'll be right back.
2: Hey, humans. Ty here. Uppercut is now fueled by Grinding Coffee Company. Grinding is a Black and LGBTQ plus owned business that freshly roasts gluten-free vegan coffee right before they ship it. Almost all of us have gotten the chance to try at least one of Grindings roasts, and we all adore what we've had. To try it yourself and support two small queer-owned businesses, enter the code UPPERCUT at checkout for 10% off any non-subscription purchases.
0: And we are back from our break, and if it was not 8.40 p.m. here on the West Coast right now, um, we'd be making ourselves a cup of that wonderful coffee that we talked about. It's actually, like, real good stuff. The Mexican hot chocolate, mm-hmm. top tier. Um, I don't know, Ty, what's... Cause, oh, well, both both of you have purchased it. What are y'all's favorites of those? I like
2: to get the sample packs,
0: because mm.
2: then you get, like, a lot of different little bags um i can't remember the one that i get what it's called um i just like have it on auto but you get like a guatemalan blend and like a cowboy blend Mm. um and i think like an african there's like a bunch of different like global blends in it and it's very nice
0: that sounds very nice kayla how about you which ones have you uh picked up
3: um i'm Trying to refresh my memory on which ones because I've gotten a couple of them. I've got the gourmet donut shop, the cowboy blend, and the gay agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the cowboy blend is the one that I've had a lot of. Yeah, it's cocoa, caramel, vanilla. Ooh.
2: It's real nice. I like the it's cowboy. Real, blend. real good. Yeah, it's yeah. very fragrant.
0: I might pick that one up next. That sounds really, really, really good. And I haven't tried it yet. Anyway, not to talk too much about the coffee. (laughs) It's just really good. Um, We're going to talk about the games that we've played. And I actually want Ty to talk to us first. Because I think that out of everyone here, um, the person who has, like, enjoyed themselves the most with any game (laughs) so far has been Ty with this one. So, Ty, take it away. Tell us about what you've been playing recently.
2: Um, I've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon.
1: Yeah!
2: Um, <laughs> I love this game. Um, Yeah, you do. I, 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 I'm trying to figure out how to, like, say words coherently, clearly. Um, but, like, I don't know. I just was in the mood to try something... In that vein, but I kind of knew that like a dragon would be the yakuza title that I was gonna probably have a better time with because I have mm. tried Zero and I didn't really care for the brawling in it, um, yeah. and like I didn't, I don't, like the characters were fine, but like I wasn't like you know really gripped by any of it, um. So I I got like a dragon. Um, because I was just like in the mood for something a little bit bigger, and um, I just love it. I love Ichiban. I do. I love the way that the story is so like deeply rooted in the community of Yokohama and is like very interested in, like, it's a lot of like what Monty talked about in her, um review of it of you know like it is very interested in the working class people of this area and how crime affects their lives and how they are involved with crime because you know of it's like roots in their communities and how they're surviving and stuff um and it's it is still silly and soap opera but it is like very interested in like it's not just a twist that, like, these things are connected, but, like, how, because of, like, how a city works and how, like, people's relationships work, like, how would these things have come together? And it's just really good. And all of the characters are really, really good. uh, And, like, the antagonists are interesting. Fucking Zhao is fashion goals. I want to dress like that man. <laughs> um, the only thing I'm, like... I don't really care for like the combat at this point. Like I'm kind of bored of yeah. the of the combat loop and like I, I it's hard to avoid the roving groups of enemies sometimes, but like I do when I can cuz I just like don't give a shit about doing it. Um, but I'm still very invested in it for the story and like the characters and also um <laughs> for the business management game.
1: Hell yeah, omelette. Shout out to omelette.
2: Shout out to omelette.
0: Also, shout omelet out r- to Nancy-chan. Yep.
1: <laughs> Fucking Nancy-chan.
0: That's the lobster, right? Or the crawfish? Yes. yes. So
1: good. Uh, shout out to Nancy-chan. I had Nancy omelette omelet running a brothel by the time I finished that game. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, in regards to the combat tie, um, Mm-hmm. As somebody who's played a ton of turn-based RPGs, like a dragon is not a good turn-based RPG because it feels really lopsided. Uh, like it feels like the numbers aren't quite balanced, um, and you will especially find that like later on. Um, mm. And yeah, I feel I'm, like it
2: doesn't do a very good job communicating the like weaknesses and stuff, especially when it gets into like elemental yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's like it, I don't I'm like, I don't care. Like it's it's fine. It's not like it's hard. It's just kind of boring. No.
1: It does get hard. Um because it doesn't communicate those weaknesses and it's it's so reliant on you using those weaknesses towards the end of the game mm-hmm. that if you're not, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Mm-hmm. Um and again, it's just 'cause like it feels like it's not quite balanced right. Like, cuz like this is the first turn based RPG they've made. Um mm-hmm. so it feels like I'm hoping for the next one. It feels a little bit smoother and like like it plays better in combat. So I get what you're saying. I totally agree with you. I think the combat is the weakest part of that game.
2: Yeah, like that's honestly, who loves that game. Yeah, like with all the mini games and just like shit that's in this game. There's like they didn't like. I, I was listening to like the Waypoint folks talk about um, Judgment and Lost Judgment recently, and like. They were talking about how like you could honestly probably get rid of the combat in those games and it would be fine, and like that's kind of how I feel about this. Where like I do really like the RPG Dragon Quest shtick of it, just Mm -hmm. because you know, like I know those designers have the history with Dragon Quest, and like that series Mm -hmm. has always kind of flirted with being Dragon Quest a little bit. Um, And like I like, I like the framing device of it being like you know Ichiban's kind of fantasy. Um, all of that is great, but, like, doing the, I don't even know how many hours I've been playing now, but, like, I'm in, like, chapter seven of the game, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to do combat anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially if it's not, like, like the story shit, like, fine, whatever, but, like, getting places and, like, navigating to new areas, because it also doesn't have, like, a very robust, like, fast travel system, um... There's just, like, fucking dudes everywhere. And it's like, I don't want to deal with you! Get out of here!
1: Are you not using the taxis?
2: I mean, I am, but I don't have, like... You know how you can only use them in, like, the areas that you've, like, you know... You have the taxi spots for? Yeah, yeah. I don't have, like... Like, right now, like, I'm doing the Gyomi Jewel stuff. And, like, I don't have a lot of taxi spots in that area.
1: Got it. Okay. So
2: it's just, like, me having to, like, run around there.
1: Mm. And then there 's all
2: these fucking dudes everywhere and i 'm like i don't i don't wanna talk to you
1: yeah it i mean on it sucks, but like the there's a pretty sharp uh difficulty spike towards the end of the game, uh like around like chapter eleven twelve i think um where you're gonna wanna be kind of beefed up, so you might have to do a little grinding um
0: yeah that's one thing i i didn 't play uh seven yet. I started zero, have not gotten very far unfortunately, um, but I watched Andrew play the vast majority of Seven and like got the vibe that it did look there, like there were parts that were really tedious, but it also did look just like such a heartwarming and charming story mm-hmm. um, to where I was watching Andrew beat the game and I was crying <laughs> and like that was without even yeah. the full context of being around for every chapter, but mm-hmm. I like I got to the end and I was watching just stuff play out and like was very emotional about it
1: (laughs) part of me wonders if like because like dragon quest is a traditionally a very grindy jrpg yeah like it always has been like that's kind of their thing i wonder Mm -hmm. if that's intentional with like a dragon with like that difficulty spike like they want you to go grind
2: yeah i mean probably Uh, because like they just introduced to me the like dungeon mechanic where you can like (laughs) because It's really funny. They have um like a pokédex thing in like a dragon, but it's for tracking types of guys.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's the people it's you, you beat
1: up. Yeah. L- it
2: is literally to track types of dudes. It's That's really good. So funny. Um but so I just got the thing now in the chapter that I just like started that um the, like, su- they're called sujimon, and the guy, like, the researcher who has you collecting them just, like, called me and was like, hey, like, the tunnels that you just escaped from, you can go down in there and basically do dungeon crawling and fucking go fist fight these men. <laughs> um, and you can get, like, you know, your rare suji decks entries. Um, so I might go do that. But yeah, it's just the dungeons.
1: The dungeons are a good spot until you unlock the coliseum.
2: I there's a lot of <laughs> shit in these games too, like yeah, dog. like I haven't even. There's something called dragon cart that I have not unlocked yet.
1: Yep.
0: Oh and, wait,
2: I know what that is, right? Yeah. Okay. And there's a coliseum apparently. Haven't unlocked yeah. that. Um. Fucking. I still have a bunch of side stories that are, like, on that I'm working on or, like, that I haven't even found yet. Yeah. I still have not become the number one business. I'm currently the number three business. Um, As someone
1: who is, like, four trophies away from Plattening me in that game, uh, there's a shit ton of stuff in that game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's bananas. I love it, though. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun. And I'm genuinely just, like, there's a lot to chew on in the story. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: Just wait, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> I really hope you see it through because I think there's some stuff that you'll really dig at the end, like at the very very end. Yeah, um, I'm I'm planning on That I really want to talk to you about.
2: Oh, I I did not have time to play much today, but I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to finish it this week. I also have to get going on something else, but
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, hell yeah! All that sounds great. Um, and speaking of games that people have platinumed. I'm gonna toss it to Kayla to talk about her game that she's been playing.
3: Hi. Um, I finally got a PS5. So I uh Woo Yay! Yay. <laughs> so um yeah, I was like downloading all the games that got like pushed over from PS4 to PS5 and mm. I told Andrew about this. I just made a dumb mistake. I was like trying to we figured it's a really dumb thing where you if you're trying to push your save over from one from like your PlayStation 4 to your PlayStation 5, you have to download both versions of the game mm. on your PS5. And before I realized that, I just saw something pop up on my Miles Morales game and it was like something about the remastered version of Spider-Man and I was like, "Oh, I must have to like buy the upgrade." So I bought the $20 like remastered for Miles Morales and then realized that that's not what that was for. Um but in doing that, I was like, "I love that game. So I'm going to replay it." Um and yeah, I replayed Spider-Man and it was so good and i platinumed it i 100%ed it and i'm going through the dlc's right now Ooh. i have already gotten the black cat one down 100% and i'm just going to go through them all and 100% them but
0: like mm-hmm.
3: god that is such a good game like that i know that it's black good cat but I the for-
2: dlc made me so mad <laughs> yeah
3: it was weird i did not literally like the- i did not get past ended. the
2: first mission because there's the whole thing right where like the guys are robbing the art museum or whatever
1: and mm-hmm. like
2: you can't let the any of them leave with a painting like none of them leave with anything or you critical yeah. fail and i was like like past a certain point like this dude was just like managing to juke me constantly and i was like why do i as spider-man have to do this does the <laughs> does the art museum not have insurance and then on top like, of it, as you're
3: fighting the guys, like they drop the the art and break it. So, like, yeah. what's the difference between
2: yeah. just letting them go? Also, like, like, I'm sorry. Does the Met not have insurance? Like, <laughs> it's what? the principle of the matter. Like, why? Like, <laughs> I, I that made me so angry. I stopped playing it. I also
3: <laughs> I, I texted Andrew like earlier because I was so annoyed I was playing you know how like you can go around and the in the first game there's like backpacks and you discover like mm-hmm. it's just like an item that you discover around the map well the whole thing for black cat is you, you this detective calls you and he's like hey one of my friends in the forest gave me your number like come meet me and he's like i have all the locations of of the old black cat's artwork hidden around the city uh oh spoiler by the way i don't care but this is spoilers for dlc um so you're like going around and you're finding the art for this guy and he's like talking to you about it. And after, like, doing two of them, I was like, that's the old black cat. That's not a real detective. That's the old black cat. Like, the way he's saying stuff, like, okay. And... Of course, I was right, but like Peter's just an idiot and he keeps doing it. And then like he tries to call him back and his phone is disconnected, and he's like, huh, that's weird. I should go check him out at the station. I'm just like, Jesus, Peter, you're a fucking idiot. Like, how did you not see that
2: coming? <laughs> the funniest- How thing did you about, not see that coming? The funniest thing to me about it too is imagining like some dude in like the tight ass black cat <laughs> suit. <laughs> like the sexy V-cut with the
0: fur. The
1: body just like, suit. yeah,
2: just like cheeked up. Um <laughs>
1: it's just solid snake yeah (laughs) i
2: i like that
0: (laughs) i'm into it it's it's a good reimagining
3: but yeah that game is so good i like forgot how hard i cried at the ending like Mm. when he's got the vial and like they have to wait a day to like disperse it to the city or he could give it to may in that second and then she's like spoilers um Aunt May's, like, dying, and then he, like, goes up to her as Spider-Man, and he's like, ma'am, we're getting the cure now, and she's like, take off your mask. I want to see my my godson, or, or nephew, nephew, whatever she says, yeah. and I just started bawling, and I was like, Aww. oh, I knew this was coming, but it's so good, and it's so sad. Man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then on top of that, I started playing Miles Morales, and I'm not... Like I I'm, I'm probably around halfway in and it's really fun. I'm having a good time. Um mm-hmm. I just love these Spider-Man games. I love any type of like like I feel like the mechanics feel very similar to the Batman games, you know, yeah. and
0: I love those as well. So that's just my shit, you know. It's cool. It's fun. They are f- I like the combat in those games. They are fun. Mm-hmm. And even just the, like the mobility too, the movement sure. in them. They're they're fun games. Like the Arkham games are great. Uh, I need to eventually play the Spider-Man ones. You should, should. I should.
1: You should, should, should.
0: I should, should. Too bad I just spoiled it for you. Oh, I already, It's it's been out for a while. I already knew. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to toss it to Andrew next to talk about a game. I'll let you pick which one you want to do.
1: Hello. I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 lately.
0: <laughs> Thank uh, God.
1: Do I know what's happening in that game? Nope. I know I got a Black Rock, and I'm taking it to other Black Rocks, and it makes me be icy man.
0: And, it makes me be icy man, and that's
1: that's the plot of Destiny 2. Do you all love Biff? I'm the new Biff. Um, it's Bife. Whatever. My name is Biff,
3: and sure. this is the slaw.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I just did it in like five seconds, dudes. Dudes, milking the YouTube minutes.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, game rips. Um, i am getting ready like to be able to actually raid which i haven't done in destiny 2 yet which is really exciting yeah um and like i finished recently i finally finished forsaken um uh shout out to the dude that killed cade he did that game a great service um (laughs) that's funny i finished shadow keep I legit could not tell you. Like Eris was like had some nightmares, like some bad dreams, and you didn't, you I stopped un, those. Shadow
3: Keep was good. You didn't you didn't really pick up on what was sure. going on.
1: Um, <laughs> Dude, like it's hard to pick up on what's going on when you don't know what the fuck has been happening for the last like seven years in that game.
3: Okay, wait. Um. So uh, we're gonna not do what we plan on doing for cooldown, and instead, I'm gonna just have a lore dump on y'all because you seem confused. And that whole story fucked. It was so good.
1: No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not confused. Eris had some nightmares, and I no. Eris did not have (laughs) nightmares. That's not what happened. I gave her some chamomile, and she had better sleep. Oh my god!
0: I'll go to Kayla's Destiny University. I'll also go. I like. I've had it explained to me a few times, and like I can retain bits and pieces, but I always like hearing the story. Again. I'll be there to help. I just know they're the sexy ladies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Marisov, call me, please. No, you call don't want Marisov me. to call
2: you. I
1: want yes, the I do. Lady to call me. Yeah, we know. Um. <laughs> But yeah, game's cool. Um, um, I'm finally like kind of figuring out the mechanics of it. Um, I bought the season pass for season of the lost. I'm level twenty five.
3: Look at you. Uh,
1: yeah. So like I'm moving and grooving. Um, and I've been really busy, so it says a lot that I'm level twenty five. I like I haven't played a ton. Um, but yeah, game good. Um, as somebody who's like was a day one adopter of Destiny one, and really fell off of it hard because it was not great. Um, and then day 2 uh or day 1 destiny 2 adopter and fell off that for the same reasons I fell off destiny 1 like I'm it I'm I feel like I'm in a good spot with the game uh, outside of um this fake lore everyone keeps throwing around
3: yeah. so i'm feeling it really works. triggered right now so i'm just not going to say anything <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Sorry. so i haven't played very many games this month um i've been busy
1: (laughs) yeah so Um, have i i've been playing some destiny
0: yeah you've been busy playing destiny um so i'm gonna talk to y'all about (laughs) pick (laughs) cross have you heard the good word (laughs) here's the good book the good switch game um so i love sudoku I don't, It's one of those things that I don't play often, but then, like, I'll get this itch and I download some app and I'm like, oh, man, I fucking love this game. I don't like math, but I love these funky <laughs> little numbers and putting them in their funky boxes. <laughs> um, and, you know, Picross is a lot like Sudoku. It's just figuring out where you fill funky in boxes. numbers in funky little boxes. Yeah. And what is life but putting funky little numbers in funky little boxes, really? Oh, my it's God. Fair. That's fair. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Pitcross. Okay, so oh.
1: real quick, I want to address this really quick. Yes. I've played I've been playing pickcross for years. I yes. fucking love Picross. Yes. I once like sh- you you were watching me one time and you were like, What are you doing? I was like playing Pick and you're like, explain it to me. And I explained to you, and you, the first thing you says, that sounds dumb. <laughs> and then you walked away. <laughs>
2: To be fair. And then
1: the other day. She like, also did that
2: with Mass Effect, to be fair.
1: I know. But a couple of weeks ago, I fucking look over and I'm like, what are you doing on your phone? And you're like playing Picross. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then she's like, eh, t- this this is too easy. Like these puzzles are too easy. I'm like, well, I have it on Switch, but you think it's dumb. so." And she immediately goes and grabs her Switch and throws it on the charger so she can download it.
0: Listen, what? Here's the thing when any, whenever any explanation of any game takes longer than like three t- sentences, I feel like my reaction is that's dumb, and I walk away. So, great. Uh, I like to pretend that I'm very smart and sophisticated, but truly, I am just uh, an eight year old boy, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing Picross, I really like it. Uh, before we started the podcast, Ty and Andrew convinced me to try murder, murder, murdered by numbers? Murdered by numbers. Murdered by numbers. Murder. Or murder by numbers. Murder. 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 Maybe. You're not not killed by the numbers. No. No. No, 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 no. You solve the You you solve solve the the murders with numbers. That's honestly, that's the job that I need.
1: Is it? Yeah. You literally just said you can't do math. (laughs)
0: That's okay.
1: I would say your victims' math. families it's, would argue that it's not it's, okay.
0: You it's just walk like, into the crime scene and it's just a grid and you
2: just like to fill in the colors. So, like, the pitch for Murder by Numbers is that you're, like, an actress on a soap opera, I believe. Yes. And um, one of your castmates is, like, found murdered on the set. Mm. And so then, like, the first chapter, it would, which, like, it seems like that's gonna be, like, the whole story, um, but it's just kind of the first chapter. Uh but yeah, so you're like trapped in this set, like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and then it kind of spirals out from there. But yeah, you uh. use like the little robot who shows up to like scan the environment and then he sees the world in Pitcross for some reason. <laughs> and so like you have to do the puzzles to figure out like what the clues are and shit. Um yeah. Yeah. It's it's cute. I bounced off of it, but uh, I just, also just, believe just
0: my loser mind. <laughs> I've played so much Pick Cross lately that I also see the world in Pick Cross. Um so it sounds up my alley.
1: Jessica looks at Bruce and just sees a grid.
0: <laughs> Bruce is just three filled in black little squares. That's basically what he's shaped like. Yeah. He's shaped like a, a series <laughs> X. <laughs> Just a little bit larger. True, he's very chunky it's and true. rectangular. You did,
2: Jess literally did send <laughs> us a picture in our group chat of the Series X that they got and Bruce next to each other, and it truly was like a. This is the same image. Yep.
0: <laughs> I love my little mini fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them, mm-hmm. the one that plays games and the one that screams whenever anybody approaches our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both equally. As I wonder good. if
1: I can get the Xbox to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Probably better at intruders than Bruce would be. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so that's what I've been doing. Um. I'm gonna toss it to Ty to talk about his last couple games, and uh, we'll just kind of finish it up like that. Toss it to people, talk about the last few things. I think,
1: Speed round, Andre's tired.
0: Well, no, I think just honestly, a lot of the rest of these are games that we have played a bit of. Yeah, yeah. So it's easier to just be like, this and this and this and this. Um rather than, you know, a whole breakdown. So mm. Ty, tell us about your last couple games. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of the Death Loop. Um I did hit
2: a bit of a roadblock with it. In that I can only play about two hours of it before I have to vomit. Mm. So.
1: Um, you're stuck in your own death loop.
2: Yes, I'm stuck in my own <laughs> death loop of my body. Vomit um, loop. Yeah, pretty much. You have, um, you have two which hours not- to accomplish
1: what you need, and then you have to over.
2: Which, to be fair to the game, I think because of the medication I take, I am more sensitive to um, motion sickness than I used to be. Um, and arcane games have always been a little bit tricky for me in that department. Um, I literally, like, couldn't finish the first Dishonored when it came out because it made me so motion sick. Yeah. Um, So, like, I think it's just partially I think it's a me thing, but to, like... I have seen a couple of other people, talk. like, when I mentioned it on Twitter, a couple of other people were like, yeah, it's fucking bad. So, um, if you have not picked it up yet, uh, that's a thing to note. Um, also, the accessibility options for it are apparently, uh, dog shit. So, another thing to note. Mm. Uh, it's fine. Um, I- I feel like a sentiment that I've been seeing a lot of that I kind of agree with just from like the bit that I've played is like it is a really impressive, like coolly designed game that like does not really seem to hit like a brain go burr or like an emotional like core for folks.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen and- that a lot too.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at, where, like, I am not the biggest arcane person. Like, I've played a lot of Dishonored, and I've played, like, half of Prey, but I quit because that fucking difficulty spike is bullshit, and I refuse to deal with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but this one, just, like, yeah, like, it's a very cool premise, and, like, the game design of it is super neat. Like, the way that the island and the time loop work in terms of you know you can go to this area during the morning and like hide and listen to someone talk and get a secret that then you can go to this other place in the evening and like unlock a safe or whatever um and it's like all of that stuff is really really cool but I just like don't really give a shit about it like I don't like the story is just like it's a neat concept, but I'm like, I don't, there's not enough there at mm-hmm. the beginning to just, like, for it to be like, like, why do I care about these people? Especially, like, the more you find out about them, the more you're kind of like, oh, like, everybody's just kind of fucking assholes. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. yeah. That's Loop. Yeah.
1: I'm excited to eventually get around to it in, like, December.
2: Yeah, I want to finish it eventually. I just got to, like, figure out some better settings for it.
0: Yeah, between the accessibility stuff, the motion, because, like, I've seen a lot of people saying this, you know, as far as, like, it's just a tough game to play in that regards. And then I've seen a lot of people who, the more they play the game, the more they're, like, like, it's just missing some bit of substance that would add a bit more to it to make it. Like, I don't know, land harder, I guess, or whatever you want to say. Um, So, yeah, that seems like that's the general consensus on it. Um, How's the other game you've been playing, though, Ty? Um,
2: Yeah. So this is a bummer, and I want to really, really preface this. Like, I am not trying to be an asshole. I am not trying to, like, pick on anybody. But, like, I just... The reality of what this game has ended up being is just kind of a bummer. Um, I've been playing Skatebird, um, and I'll definitely just claim it by saying I've been playing it on Switch, and so I don't know if it like plays better on PC, perhaps. But I have not been having a very good time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like my, I mean, my main problem with it is that like the skating does not feel good and like in a game where your main verb is skate like I don't think that's an okay thing to have happen Mm -hmm. um like it just feels really floaty it feels like it feels like a funky like goofy physics sim but like where on a skateboard instead of like a skating game which like, and this is not even like, because I'm not like a Tony Hawk person, like deep down. Like, I played them a little bit, but like, I'm not someone who like remembers a lot about them or anything like that. So this is not me being like, oh, Skater's not Tony Hawk, therefore it's bad. Like, it just like as a skating game in general, just like it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good the way Ollie Ollie feels good. It doesn't feel good the way like Skate City feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like it just is not fun to play in the skating department and like to the camera on it is very strange and like kind of like resident evilly in a way that's very weird for like Mm. a skateboarding game like it's very close very strange (laughs) like it's very close to the bird and like yeah it's really weird and like (sighs) it's a bummer because the game is cute And the bird customization is fun. Like, I enjoyed picking my, like, little bird species and, you know, like, putting little accessories on it and stuff. But, like, I'm not having fun playing it and I have, like, Mm. not continued because it's just, like, I'm not having a good time with it.
1: Mm. That's a bummer.
0: It is a bummer. That game looked really cute. And it was one of those that, like... I saw it, and I think I sent it to Ty, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cute, and Ty was like, I know, I've had my eye on this for forever, like, because I feel like you have an affinity for skate games, which is really adorable. And birds. birds. It's true, Um, I love both. I, like, I love everything about skateboarding
2: except the practice of having to do it, because I'm a chicken, and I'm also 26, (laughs) and I'm afraid of breaking my body. Um... (laughs) but I love a skate game. That's like, that's been my like pandemic thing. One of my pandemic things is realizing like, God damn, I love a skateboarding game. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. But I'm bummed. I'm bummed that one didn't like work. Yeah. And, And it seems like a lot of people have kind of, once again, that's been kind of the general consensus with it is it's just like, does not feel good to play, which is a big bummer. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have any better news for us Kayla about your games that you've been playing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll just squeeze in
3: um really quickly that uh I also played a little bit of Deathloop but like not enough to talk about so just saying. Um I like got through the intro barely. Um uh I also was kind of feeling a- a little like I didn't under like I don't know the The way that the game moves around is really weird, and I don't know how to change it on Mm. PS5, so whatever. Um, And I'm really bummed out because I wanted to start Sable today, um, and I downloaded it on Game Pass on my Xbox One X, and it runs like shit. It runs so, so, so bad, and I feel really bad because this game looks beautiful, and the soundtrack's great, and I think that it's probably a really great game, and it's getting good reviews, Um, so I'm going to try it out on my PC tomorrow probably and see how it runs because it's just like, it's really bad on Xbox. Um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I even get to a point where like, I'm like, oh, you know, things are, have been fine for a minute. Like maybe it was just a little hiccup and then like completely bugs again. And I'm just like, ah, Mm -hmm. so that sucks. But, um, yeah, the only other game besides putting so much time into Spider-Man, Um, that I've played is 12 minutes and, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of discourse on this game. Um, I already knew like the plot twist of it, uh, going in just because I saw a lot of tweets. Um, but I was like, I don't know why when I see stuff like that, I was like, oh, it shouldn't take long to finish. So I'm going to play it and just see what people think. And What's wild is, like, the concept of the game is really cool. Like, being able to, like, like you're in a time loop, you know, and you you reset and the choices you make will, like, change the outcome. And then you just consistently have to go through this time loop until you get the right results. And the, the idea of it is really cool. And I feel like it could be executed really well. But then the story that they told was just horrendous. It was so... It was just not good. And then like, I, I mean, I'm not going to like spoil the game or anything, but there's just really like traumatic stuff in there that just you shouldn't have to repeatedly do over and over again. Um, and I got to the point in the game where I have to do one more thing to finish it. And then I think there's like three endings that you can get. And I just stopped playing. Like I knew that i could finish the game and then i was just like over it at that point because i was just like i don't want to do this loop anymore because the ending has made me so mad even though i was spoiled on it like just like playing it and like really learning more about it you're just like god it was just as bad as people on twitter were saying and um Damn. yeah it's it's on game pass so like again the the mechanics i think are really cool um could have could have really done something there but then you told a really fucking strange story that I don't think needed to be told, to be honest. So
0: Yeah, I it was one of those that for the same reason as you, Kayla, like I also debated playing it because I'm like, "Eh," rather than like me read what everybody's saying and kind of judge this and like say, ah, this is what this is, maybe I should play it myself. But then (laughs) I, I was just like, no, I just I just don't need to like give it the eight hours or however long it ends up being to play it. I I just yeah so bummer yeah <laughs> it's, it's a bummer this has been like a lot of like mm, this game
1: is... i got good news
0: yeah you got good news yeah give us the good news andrew
1: final fantasy 14 is a fucking great game yeah how yeah. do you
3: have time to play destiny 2 and final fantasy 14
1: i don't fucking know i don't i like i i i was playing final fantasy at the beginning of the month and then i got back on destiny 2 when crossplay came and pretty much stopped playing final fantasy 14 um <laughs> But I will say I have a problem Uh, and that problem is my goal to become the world's best botanist in Final Fantasy XIV. (laughs) Oh
3: my god.
1: Uh, I my main class is a Lancer or Dragoon at level 55. Um, My botanist is level 60. Uh, I'm at the point where I can no longer progress because I haven't gotten far enough in the main plot of the game with my actual fighting character to do anything else and also i don't own Stormblood on ps5 so i literally can't get any higher as a botanist and it i honestly stopped playing after that
0: oh my god
1: i would just wake up because like jessica sleeps in compared to me and so i would just wake up on weekends and just like just go and just chopped down trees for like three hours until she woke up and it was relaxing it was nice um but also i did i did progress some of the plot in heaven's word uh it was pretty neat i felt like chris pratt in jurassic world where he's telling all the the ross raptors to stop because that's kind of what it is it's just two dragons and a person fighting and you're just like say hey, can we not
0: um not chris pratt and mario
1: shut up i hate that um but yeah so final fantasy 14 rips uh Botanist class is the best. Reaper that's coming in Endwalker is just the poor man's botanist. You heard it here first. Um, (laughs) Well, the other game I've been playing is Star Realms. Game's dope. It's a deck builder, Uh, there's a physical copy of it. Yeah, there's a physical copy of it. Ty and I discovered it at PAX East 2019. Yeah, 2019. Um, by chance, we both bought a copy and we played it all weekend. <laughs> and it came with a free download code for the Steam version and the uh, iOS version. And so I was playing it on a plane the other day because every other game needs an internet connection. and That one doesn't. So got back into that. That game rips ass. Um, I love it.
0: I have played that game three times. Yeah. Um i i really love it too it's really really fun but i've played it three times against andrew and i beat him every single time and now i'm like i don't i don't know i don't want to play again because like i like the fact that i'm undefeated Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's really good it's It's a really fun game let's play with ty yeah what's like your 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 ratio there
1: um i think about even i think i have a few more wins over ty but Mm -hmm. it, it is fairly even
2: Yeah, I Uh. think when we, especially when we first started playing, I think Andrew won more. And then I started to catch Mm. up a little bit more, but I don't think we kept an actual record.
1: No, we didn't. We We were there for the camaraderie.
0: No, we're not comrades. I know. We are we are husband and wife. We are
1: lovers. Ew,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. We are homoerotic rivals. Did you just say ew, no
3: to your husband? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they just had a literal, I, oh, babe, you had a crush on me. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that's you.
0: Right I mean, now. to be fair, I feel like whenever Parks and Rec came out and like the, like April and Andy got together, everybody's like, oh, that's just Andrew and Jess. <laughs> And I was like, because I I used to be even more... uh, Sad. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, very much that dynamic, so yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are the video games I've been playing. Yeah. Yeah. Put a rock in another rock, cut down trees, and blew up spaceships.
0: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The power of video games. (laughs) Yeah. The last game that I've played has been Tales of Arise, um, which is my second Tales game I've ever played. The first being, I don't even remember which one it was. Asperia. Okay. And we played, Andrew and I played that together because of the multiplayer aspect of it. And I did not like it because the multiplayer in those games is not good. It is basically just one person is actually playing the game and doing everything. And then when you go into fights, you can control a person, the second player can. So it was mostly just me watching Andrew play this like single player campaign game. And I will jump in whenever the turn-based battles happen or not even turn. They're just like just the battles. Um, so it was not very enjoyable. So this is the first time I'm playing it by myself and like playing the actual story Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, um, I think it's okay so far. I don't like I don't know. Sometimes it takes getting over that first like area or like boss hump to like really get into a JRPG, mm-hmm. but I'm even past that and have played on a little bit and I'm like I'm still not like super hooked into this.
1: Yeah. I would give it a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. Cause I probably put four or five, like four hours into it, maybe yeah. three, four, I don't know, something like that. So not a ton of time yet, like for a JRPG. Yeah. Um, but I'm just thinking of like other JRPGs that I kind of started, and like like Nino Kuni, right? I feel like that was something where I played that game. That was the first entry in a series. And so I didn't like go into it being like, oh, yeah, fuck. It's, it's a Final Fantasy game and like being all hyped for it. I just didn't really know what I was getting into, kind of like with the Tales game. But with Nino Kuni, like by that point, I was already like, oh, this is fantastic. I love this. But yeah. with Tales, it's just like not hitting that for me yet. And also, there's just so much to do. It's kind of overwhelming. Mm. Like the combat, it just seems like every other battle, it's like, and now this mechanic has been introduced, like this super combo you
1: can do in this certain time. And like, really? This- yeah. Because I don't... Like, I just started today. Yeah. And I'm not far behind you, you said. And yeah. And I feel like the combat's pretty, like... I feel
0: like it just keeps introducing stuff. Huh. Like, I don't know. It felt like a lot to me. And then, like, in the...
1: <clears throat> Maybe because I'm more, fam- like, familiar with Tales games, so I understand how like, the combat's kind of paced and, like, how yeah. they introduce things. Maybe I'm just used to it. But, yeah, I felt like it was... I'm. I'm it's an interesting perspective.
0: Yeah, it just felt like there was a lot to me. Um, because there's, like the special moves that each character can do like the one girl Mm. who shoots the guns and like and then there's also like when you switch into like the fiery mood and then there's also like the team up stuff and Mm. then there's also that prompt when something like happens you can do like a finishing move on it Mm. and there's just like so many things and i'm like this is so much (laughs) um and then there's also like like it keeps track of like your combo and so you're trying to build that up and like you can only like it's stuff is less effective when you use it in a row. And I'm like, there's just so much stuff to monitor. Mm. um, So that's kind of overwhelming. And then also kind of like the, for lack of a better term, like the sphere grid sort of like a way that you upgrade your character. Oh, I love
1: that. That's new. I it's,
0: love that. I mean, like, it's fine. It's just it, like, it, there's a lot to process. For sure. There's a lot to process in that game. So, um... Yeah, and I don't I was just expecting it to grab me by now. Yeah. I was expecting you to be like, "Oh fuck yeah, like I want to know what's going on with these characters." But like I'm just kind of like, "Okay, main guy character is he's like he's fine, he's fine, but he's like a little too typical protagonist." Yes. And like the girl is just kind of a little too like I am a princessy, you know, Sundert or whatever mm-hmm. type of character and I'm like, "Okay, I get it." Like
1: so I know when you bought Tales of Arise, you're like, I kind of just want to lose myself in a JRPG. Like, yes. I, like, I really think you would like Dragon Quest Eleven. It's on Xbox. Yeah, because um, that's
0: what I wanted. I was like, I Gate really Pass. want like a JRPG where I don't mind putting 60 hours into it because I'm just like into that. Like I'm I, into the grind and I'm into the characters and I'm into that story and I can just like sit with it and like go to the, you know, like a good Final Fantasy game.
1: I would, I, I think maybe that's off Tales of Arise for now. Yeah, and jump over to Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon Quest Eleven is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what I do.
1: I think you would really like it.
0: Yeah, and I've been hesitant to like buy any other games because I'm like, I'm just I, like, I didn't buy Death Loop because I was like, I just bought Tails. Like, I yeah. need to play that.
1: It's on Dragon Quest is on Game Pass. So
0: yeah, maybe that's what I do then. Yeah. I don't know. You're welcome. Kind of a bummer end to this podcast though, because I feel like all of us were just like meh. <laughs> I'm just,
1: yeah, I'm just, I'm just cutting down trees.
0: Yeah, you're vibing. Yeah. To be fair. I have some- I'm a simple did, lumber snack. I love yakuza like a dragon. I cannot
1: yeah, express
2: do. that enough.
0: That's why I started off with with you talking about it because honestly, like just seeing the comments that you've like made about it or like texts or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, I'm really glad that Ty is like really enjoying something. Yes, this
1: is like the <laughs> most fun One I've ever enjoys anything <laughs> it's, ever. It's, it's like,
0: this is just Ty like the most a crotchety old man. who like, I doesn't really enjoy
2: it. am, but I mean, like <laughs> most of, most of what I enjoy too is like the smaller stuff, you know. Yeah. Too, it's like it's nice to be able to like play something that is you know like on a bigger scale that was like you know popular and be like, this fucks like. Yeah. Um. And for like. For, and for like. For for reasons beyond just like it's fun. Cause honestly, most of the gameplay is not that fun. Yeah. Um. But well, like the game, it should just be the mini games, and it
0: should just be the
2: story. That's what. It
0: should yeah. Be. But I'd be down with that. Letting games- Nancy Chan fucking <laughs> hanging out. Games as a whole could use less combat. It's just, it's just a lot. just
1: want to vibe in uh, a Yogi I just want to
0: vibe. Um, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh.
3: I played a game I forgot to talk about.
1: Is it? Wait, hold on. Did you like it? Yes. Okay, then go.
3: Oh. <laughs> Life is in, True Colors.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. <clears throat> Three of us played that. How did we? And we, for- like, completely we forgot. We all about four of it. us out. <laughs> I mean, I reviewed. Jess and I both reviewed it, so I feel like we were
3: yeah. like,
2: "Oh, we oh, we vomited those thoughts into the world already." Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. What did What did you think, though, Kayla? Like, round us, round us, oh, yeah. round us podcast. Round us. I don't know what I'm trying to fucking say. Tell us think, your thoughts. <laughs> well, when you said
3: games like should have less combat, I immediately was like, "Yeah, Life is Strange was fun for me because I didn't have to fight anybody," um, and except with my words. And, yeah, I liked it. Uh, Except for the the part where Alex does beat
2: a man, like, half to death.
3: Wait, when does that happen?
2: At the beginning.
3: Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I I thought the first episode was the strongest, and Mm -hmm. I really like I I think I like almost teared up a little bit when you walk into the record store and you could like listen to the one that's playing next to you and you put your headphones on and just starts playing Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers which is my favorite Phoebe Bridgers song so I just like sat there and listened to the whole song and just was like loving it because I have that record and I love it um yeah it was it was good um I got like I don't know how I did it I truly don't know how I did it but I got like one of the best endings where like i'm not gonna spoil anything for other people but like the guy um his name's ryan like he sides with me on something and like that was like eight
2: percent of players got that okay was, like, you're oh, gonna have to yeah. tell me how you did that because i don't ken- know how i did I it ken and, have no ken and i have idea. been trying to figure it out ken and i have been like actively like both of us have been like we don't think it's possible because like
3: how do you do it I'm telling you, I didn't romance him, but like I, I kind of flirted with him. Like when it came to the like, there was a whole section of the game that was so fun where like you, you were doing like a whole like LARPing thing. That's and... I think that's that's the that's my favorite chapter of the game. Yeah,
0: it was really that cute. chapter was fantastic.
3: It was so good, but I definitely didn't like lead him on. But I definitely because there was one part where like. I I I picked Steph when it was like who's the cuter one to go like hit on the lady and it's <laughs> Steph but I still flirted with him sometimes and like I read his his mind and he was like oh how can I compete with Steph like she's so cool and I was like oh so I truly do not know what I did but he sided with like every single person in the town sided with me everyone not one person picked the other guy everyone sided with me including Ryan Jesus um, And
1: I don't know what I did, Jesus.
3: (laughs) But yeah, I really like the game. Um, and I think we all hold the same sentiment where, like, at the end, you have to like make a choice, and like seventy-five percent of gamers like made this ridiculous like forgiveness choice. (laughs) Oh yeah, very literally. Jess and I were texting
2: about it because, like, I finished the game a little bit after Jess did, so. I was, like, playing through the last chapter and, like, live texting Jess, and I got to that choice, and I was like, are you fucking kidding? Mm-hmm. I-, I was like, th- how did so many people choose this? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Y'all, y'all,
3: y'all are too forgiving. Yeah,
2: I don't know what y'all are thinking. But that's but... also coming
3: from somebody, like, in the first Life is Strange game. I made some of the most unpopular <laughs> choices. Like I let I I literally let Chloe live and let the town burn cuz I was like my wife, you know, like <laughs> like I made the worst choices in that game, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't feel
2: know. like I just like I d- to be fair, I think that the framing of that choice at the end of True Colors is like not great in terms of the like forgive versus condemn language.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: So I understand why people... I guess I understand, based on that point, I understand why people maybe leaned more towards the forgive. I just simply think that's bullshit, and I think that people should uh, be brave. Yeah, agreed. But it, I liked it. I, I thought that...
3: Um, I called the plot twist, like, right before it happened. I texted Jess, and I was like, Yeah, you know, Kayla I'm totally make- did. I was like, I'm going to make a bold choice right here and tell you what I think is going to happen. And if it does happen or doesn't, like, don't tell me. And then, like, literally five minutes later, it happened. (laughs) I always do this. Um, I loved the the last episode. The entire sequence with Alex's brother um, was really great. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I really liked it. It wasn't like mind blowing. Like, it's not like my game of the year, but I enjoyed my time with it for sure. I didn't find it as compelling either as like I know I know a lot of people hate on the original Life is Strange, but I think depending on the person you are what like themes connect with you and uh, Life is Strange, the original just really fucked me up. The The themes connected with me a lot. And um, I besides like the whole dad walking out <laughs> part, like I didn't really connect with this one personally, but I still felt um really attached to the characters so but it's it's a good story and it's a good message and it's nice and i wish it was a little bit gayer um i think
2: i don't know it's good there is the main thing about true colors for me it's my favorite of the life is strange games that i've played honestly i think the writing is the tightest and like the best mm-hmm. in this one but i will say it does have some like pacing issues as far as like where it's spending time like focusing on certain things. Mhm. I
0: agree. I I think that it is for I, mean, I don't know. I still I haven't played all of the Life is Strange games though. But um I also like this game a lot more than the first one. Um I I just found the characters a lot more likable and just it, it felt less like
1: 30 year olds writing 16 year olds
0: yeah it really did it felt it felt like 30 year olds who like researched tumblr and were like this is what (laughs) this is what teenagers are like um yeah And so this one felt a little bit more authentic. The characters felt more authentic to me. The writing just felt tighter, as Ty said. Um, I love that you could choose your outfit every day. Like, oh my god, that
3: was so
2: fun.
0: It (laughs) was was
3: really
2: good. I mean this so genuinely. I really, really love that both of the, like, love interest options are just fucking dipshits. (laughs) like they're both golden retrievers they're both so like i love it because like in the other life is strange games like at least the um the first two not not two but like before the storm and um life is strange um like the like dude options are always like kind of creepy and shitty yeah and like ryan in this game like during that choice that Caleb was talking about, he can be kind of an asshole, but he's mm-hmm. never, like, gross or scary to you at all in this. Yes. And it, like, is such a relief. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, Ryan's good.
3: Good boy. And just,
2: like, both Steph and Ryan are just, they're just so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I ended up ultimately romancing Ryan. And like, I even joked, I like, I think I said to Kayla, I'm like, man, I feel like such like a dirty uh, heterosexual right now doing this. <laughs> but he was just like, he's just so sweet. Like, he really is. He is very much like golden retriever boyfriend. There was the whole, there's like a scene kind of early on in the game, uh, like on a cliff for people who have played it with like clouds and stuff. And I was like, I, this this guy's a cutie. This guy's yeah. a cutie. I was blushing during that scene. I was like, oh, yeah. I like him. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, and it's just like, I cannot express how nice it is to play a Life is Strange game where, like, a man is being offered to you who is not, like, borderline stalking you. Yeah. 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 That's
0: that's kind of, and that was kind of my whole thing, too. I just thought it was, like, a very sweet romance option because, and, and I don't know, I like Steph a lot, too. Steph is a huge sweetheart and just, like... I would die for I, I, Steph. Steph so is I mean, very, very Steph sweet.
2: is not my type at all. Usually, oh, like, Steph I, is 100% never, my type. I never, I never like that kind of character. Like that is not. She transcends types. I am in love with her.
0: Yeah, yeah, Steph is not my type. Steph is like Steph to me felt like a friend, and I think that's why I ultimately went that way. Um, but I, I think the first emotion, like the first strong emotion you ever see Steph with is like anger, um and like kind of freaking out and yelling. Um and then with Ryan, like the first thing you really see is like kind of that whole happy moment. So in my opinion, I was like, you know, Alex has like kinda gone through enough shit. Maybe she needs somebody who's like, you know, more chill and happy. So that's kind of why I went with that. Um But then but- you didn't like your ending. I didn't like my ending, so if <laughs> yeah. I ever play that yeah, game again, yeah, because the whole thing with, with that,
2: the whole thing with that is like it turns out the characters are kind of inverted, right? Like you do those first two moments are kind of like inverted of who their personalities actually are, because Ryan is very sweet and carefree, but he also like gets very angry about things.
0: <laughs> yeah, but- not as like it's not. Not in, like, that toxic masculinity shitty way, I do want to say, because he's really not, but he, like, but there's just more to him.
2: When he gets angry about something, or, like, when he cares about something, he does get really angry and, like, really intense. Like, again, not in a scary way, but just in, like, you know, a person way. Um, Whereas, like, the more uh, you see of Steph, the more she's, like, kind of this goofy, nervous person who's, like, very caring about, like, the people around her. Yeah, Um, exactly. God, Steph really fucked me up. Which is how, like, sweet and like, good she was. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> She's really good. She's very, like, very, this very. Is, very sweet. I was like, I was like, I'm upset by like just
0: how <laughs> like, like, kind and genuine and like just how like earnest she is. I'm glad that like the moments that we kind of took away as being our favorites from the game, we kind of all mutually agreed with too. I think the whole, I think was it chapter three was the whole larping stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chapter yeah. three. That chapter the LARP. was it was so good. That's I also like that possibly
2: my favorite thing i've played in a game this year
0: it was yeah it was a very 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 good moment definitely a high point in games this year um i also think that the scene with um i cannot remember her oh. name right now ethan's mom right is the little boy ethan yeah. mm-hmm. yes uh, charlotte right yes charlotte the scene with charlotte in her studio was really really good um so good i just uh like i don't want to spoil it at all but just like very emotional very good
3: very good i texted jess and i was like what did you do in this situation because i did i don't know if i screwed up and -hmm. me and jess made the same choice and didn't screw up um and i'm really i'm glad that the story i think the story the way that the story handled that i think that was the best option and i'm glad that yeah that, that, that that's what it was so
0: yeah i completely agree Um, that moment was also a high point of that game. I mean, it's, it's also like a low moment, but like, it was just, it was really good to see in a game and it was really well done and just really powerful. Um, and then the stuff in the final chapter with, with Gabe and Alex and just kind of like rehashing their childhood. I think that I agree with both Ty and Kayla with like. Ultimately, the ending. There were some like links that were made that were like uh, you didn't really have to do it. Like it kind of cheapened yeah, things a little bit. Yeah. I
3: hated that. There's something I, that happens. I immediately texted Jess and I was like, I was like, that was so unwarranted. Like it yeah, felt I, yeah, I. I think cheap. I
2: also texted Jess and I was like, yes, I was like, I didn't like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think my exact texted, words like, were, exact I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, and I and I agree. I agree. Like I think I'm more like taller. I was like. Okay, but I it's one of those things where it's like it didn't it didn't have to exist. But anyway, the fir- the first part of chapter five and then those other two moments, just like chef chef's kiss uh moments in that game. Very good. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for the episode though. At least we kind of ended it on a high note. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> thank god. <laughs> but yeah, right. <laughs> uh Kayla, where can people find you? You can find me on
3: Twitter and Instagram at Kayla, that's where i'm at Tweet
0: hell things. yeah andrew how about you
1: uh you can find me on twitter at cogs the well and yeah i deleted everything else so that's it
0: <laughs> perfect and ty where can people find you on twitter.com at awothkeeper awothkeeper Uh, And you can find me at A Wild Just at you over on Twitter and Instagram. Pound Around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media at Uppercut Crit and UppercutCrit.com. If you'd like to hang out with the Uppercut crew, feel free to join our Discord. As always, the link is in the episode description. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you just can't get enough, you can head over to Patreon.com slash Uppercut Crit and toss a couple of bucks our way to get it early. Or... You could even get your name right at the end, just like these folks here. <gasps> the Patreon list. Uh <laughs> Santi Laguiza, Justin Drew, Third Avenue Anti-Capitalist.
1: Hell yeah, brother.
0: <laughs> Katie Mirror, Brian Hutchings, Cody Peters, Darren JT, Hana Kim, Matt Burr, Jordan Rame, Dale, Adam Manahan, Wheels, Jesse Vitelli. Gamecrash.co.uk, Adept7777, Optional Objectives, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eli Berg-Moss, Jason Coles, Adrian Arock-Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Jesse Peterson, Jared Shue, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quentin Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips.
1: Man, that list is too long.
0: <laughs> yeah, people should just stop, stop helping us out. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a good list. It's a good list. It's a good crew. Arguably the best list. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Thank you all so much for your generosity. And thank you, listener, for pounding around with us. Bye. 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 Bye.